I genuinely think that this thing we're going to talk about today probably happens to everybody at some point in their legal career. And it's usually at a particular point we're going to discuss, and that might be the most relevant point for you. But if not, then at the very least, you can get some tools and tricks to get the power out of this thing that we might otherwise define as a problem and to use it for your advantage. My name's Chris Hargraves. I'm from tipsforlawyers.com, and we are going to talk about dissatisfaction with your legal career. When does it have a tendency to happen? For a lot of lawyers, we have these predetermined goals for us up to a certain point. So when you're in law school, the next step is pretty obvious. You want to graduate from law school, right? And then you want to probably get a training contract or you want to complete the requirements for admission in your particular jurisdiction. Those are predetermined. You must do them in order to become a lawyer at all. Then if you become a lawyer and you get your job, hopefully, you're working. And the working in itself is actually pretty exciting at first because you have this heady mix of terror and excitement and learning and approaching new things and figuring out how to do stuff and unclogging the copying machine and (laughs) whatever it is that you don't know how to do. It is a steep learning curve and that in itself is invigorating. And it's invigorating because you're progressing forward. You have momentum. You are learning things. It might not be exactly clear where you're headed, but you know you are growing into a lawyer. But a certain thing happens at around, you know, maybe two to five years after you're admitted and you've been working. Assuming you've been working in the same area, so you haven't had any major sort of changes in your style or your competency that you've needed to adjust to. What happens is you start to hit this plateau in terms of growth. So at first it's rocketing up, you're learning things, you're doing really well, but then you start to to even out and you start to even out because you know what you're doing now. And you know where the best coffee is on the way to work in the mornings. You know who you're going to speak to at the office. You know who the surly boss is that you shouldn't speak to before a certain time or shouldn't interrupt lest you get shouted at. You know who the people are you need to talk to to get things done. And largely, you know what you're doing. You understand what your job is. You understand what the parameters of it are. You have now a degree of expertise in that area. So you need less minute-to-minute handholding and guidance. You feel less like you're floundering and more like you're actually now a competent solicitor doing a competent solicitor's job or barrister's job, whatever the case may be. But there's a trap there. Because as we plateau out in that growth, in that learning curve, we have a tendency to get this sort of aching feeling of dissatisfaction. And often we don't identify it for what it is. But dissatisfaction, by its very nature, is a gap. It's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. And sometimes we can't actually identify it very well because we haven't yet figured out where we want to be. We only know where we are, but we start to get this nagging sensation. And it sounds a little bit like, is this all there is? Do do I now just do this for the next 40 years? Sure, I'll learn some more things, but have I now reached what I'm going to reach? I wait for promotions or I wait for pay rises and largely the years tick over until I retire and then I die. Uh, Now that's... (laughs) It's probably a little bit melodramatic, but that is the nagging sensation 
that a lot of young lawyers start to feel. And this is why we see a lot of drop-off in that three to five-year mark. People have gotten into their careers, they've hit that plateau, so they've gotten through the exciting parts, and then they go, actually, this isn't that fun anymore. I'm not having a good time. I don't quite understand what I'm doing. And it's because of this dissatisfaction. Now, I'm not going to claim that dissatisfaction only occurs in connection with your career, but that's what we're going to talk about. You might be dissatisfied in various other areas. You might have that gap between your present situation and where you desire to be in those other areas like spirituality or finances or personal relationships or health or personal um, situations of other kinds like that. But let's talk about your career since it will form a disproportionate part of your day, at least through, through the week. And what I want to encourage you to do, really the number one thing we need to do is to get specific about the dissatisfaction. So if you're dissatisfied about your career, why? If you're having that nagging feeling that, oh, I'm not sure I want to do this for the next 30, 40 years, why? What is it precisely that needs to change? Because until you put that parameter around it, you don't necessarily have the ability to effect change in connection with that and to use the dissatisfaction to your advantage. Because dissatisfaction is actually a fairly powerful feeling if you let it go beyond that vague nagging that I'm talking about and into something very specific, because it is a motivator. Dissatisfaction comes from a fear that you're not going to achieve something or that you're headed in a particular direction that you don't like. And the reason it's difficult uh, to do anything about is if we don't identify. But once we put the specifics around the dissatisfaction, I'm going to come to an example in a minute, but once we put the specifics around it, then we can start to take action. And then that plateau... I spoke about once more turns into a growth pattern. Okay, so this is all going to be sounding a little bit self-helpy at the moment. And if you have been listening to any of my stuff at all, you know that personal professional growth is one of the key areas that I talk about as the four big buckets of practical skills for lawyers. And I haven't touched on it in a little while, so I thought I'd better do something in this area. And today it's dissatisfaction. So what can we do how can we make this specific and actionable? Well, the first thing is this. Do you have that nagging sensation? Have you hit that plateau where you're starting to think, ooh, I'm not sure the future is going to hold good things for me at the moment? If you have, the question is why? So let's say you don't enjoy going to the office each day, like you're dragging yourself in. Why is that? Are you, for example not enjoying the legal work? Do you not enjoy the area of law that you have landed in? You intended to get into something completely different. Instead, you could only find a job in, say, personal injuries. And in fact, you want to be a commercial litigator, but you're still in personal injuries and you just don't enjoy it. You knew you weren't going to, you actually don't, and you don't want to be in that space. Well, that is a specific that you can put around it. Rather than just saying, I hate my job and I hate the law, why not say I want to be working towards making a move to being a commercial litigator? Okay, so where you are now is a third-year personal injury lawyer. Where you want to be is a third-year or fifth-year commercial litigator. How can you start to make that transition? What can you do? What is something small now that you can use that dissatisfaction to your advantage to go, okay, who do I need to have a conversation with? Do I need to convince myself that commercial litigation is actually right? Can I ask for a matter from a commercial litigator? Can I get involved in something? Can I go to court and witness a commercial dispute unfold in a courtroom, even though that is kind of the tip of the iceberg in commercial litigation, just if you're wondering? 
What can I do? What is an action I can take that will put me out of the plateau and that vague sense of dissatisfaction and into a sense of action and growth to be working towards that thing and closing the gap, okay? Dissatisfaction comes from stagnation. It's the plateau. Once you are growing, the sense of dissatisfaction will fade away, whatever the particular thing is. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your salary. You like your firm, you like the people there, you like the area you're in, but you want to be paid more money. Well, what are you doing to close that gap? How are you preparing for that? What are some steps you can take? What research have you done? What courses have you taken? What books have you read which can inform you about things you can do and steps you can take throughout the course of the year to actually have that conversation? Are you prepared for that conversation? Are you taking the steps you need to take? That sense of growth will diminish the sense of dissatisfaction because you're using up that energy that's building up as you become dissatisfied with your situation. And that's really all I wanted to talk about is reclaiming that nagging sense of dissatisfaction that some lawyers get and turning it into something that's actually powerful and motivating for you. So how can you do that? What is your area of dissatisfaction? What is the gap? Put specifics around it. I'm here. I want to be here in this particular area. What steps can I take? What can I do now? What can I literally stop listening to this podcast at the end after I've subscribed and said something nice in a comment? What can I do that's going to actually make a difference and start me on that upward trajectory once again in that particular area? How specific can I get? Do I need a book? Do I need a course? Do I need information? Do I need to take action? Maybe I've got all the information, but I'm just afraid to do the things that I know I must do in order to close that gap think about that, you will find that it will be beneficial for you in any number of areas in your life. I've spoken about career, but you can do this exercise for anything else that you might choose to do it for. That's all I had to say. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, do all the nice things. And I look forward to hearing about how you are going to close the gap. I'll see you next time.